everyone to the Godcast with Benjamin Shelby. It is my goal that through this episode, not only you can see that the Bible is accessible to you, applicable to your life, but also attainable to live through our Lord Jesus Christ. So I hope you enjoy this episode today as we are diving deep into the Word of God. And I pray that not only you're hearing this episode, but you also open up your heart so you can live by the truth and the Word of God and your life can be changed the same way mine was. Um, I am also tired again because I just decided to stay up late and do these every single time. You're welcome. Well, today, early while we open up, we have my sister who decides to come into my room at uh, midnight and interrupt me. It's only 10.30, but I'm going to be exaggerative. Okay, Savannah. So, I have a couple jokes for you, all right? Okay. Let's see. We'll say hi for stuff. Hello. I did not tell you to say hello. I said say hi first off. I apologize. Hi. No, I said say hi first off. Hi first off. Oh my word. I messed it up again. <laughs> did I tell you to say hi first off? Oh my word. No. I don't think so. What did I tell you to say? Hi first off. You could do better, but I'll, I'll let that slide. Okay. So, what what does a tick in the Eiffel Tower have in common? What? What does a tick like like the bug uh-huh, a tick yeah. come closer to the mic? What does a bug like a tick have in common with the Eiffel Tower? I don't know. They are both Paris sites. Oh my gosh, that was <laughs> awful. <laughs> <sighs> Today I put on my clothes and none of them fit. I thought the dryer was shrinking all my clothes. Turns out it's the refrigerator. What? <laughs> I'm getting fat. <laughs> oh. Gosh. Okay, okay. All right. What do you call a factory that makes okay products? What? A satisfactory. Why are your jokes the worst? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard about the chocolate record player? No. It sounds pretty sweet. Yes, it does. Yes, yes, it yes, does. Yes, it does. It is a thing. Yes, it does. <laughs> you go ahead and say one. All right, we're just, yeah. like, kind of messing around. Same. Let's see what we got here. And I got to try to not laugh. And then we'll do the same thing for you. What did one hat say to the other? Stay here. I'm going on ahead. I'm not laughing. You're laughing. Nope. Yeah, I'm, you are. Yeah, I am laughing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> just wanted to point that out. <laughs> Dang it. I didn't do anything. <laughs> Why can't a nose be 12 inches long? Your mom. Because then it would be a foot. foot. I knew that one. You're the worst. I knew that one. Actually, I didn't know that one, but it's pretty easy to to notice. This graveyard looks overcrowded. People must be dying to get in. Your delivery is awful. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) All right, we'll do one more. Go ahead. This one's got to be a banger. You got to do it. I don't know. Okay. Hold on. I can't find out. These are all so stupid. Are you kidding me? You share the same last name as me? This is an embarrassment. I'm so sorry, guys. <laughs> These are all horrible. No, you're just not doing it good. Fine, you do one. No, you, no, you no, gotta do okay. one more. That's the way this works. I have a joke about chemistry, mm-hmm. but I don't think it'll get a good reaction. 
That one did almost make me laugh. That one was. You know, like you know that feeling like before you laugh, but like it's not actually that funny. But like you can feel that maybe you laugh if it, if there's it's enough like awkward it, silence. It stops halfway That's what up I had. And just kind of yeah. Because it's like <laughs> okay, I could laugh right now, but it also is just a waste of my energy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. You can't laugh. Are you ready? Okay. If two vegans get into an argument, is it still called a beef? <laughs> I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. The waiter asked, hey, would you like a box for your leftovers? I said, no, but I'll wrestle you for them. Do you want a box no. for your leftovers? No, but I'll wrestle you. I would like to say that he's laughing harder than I am right now. That is so funny. All right, one more, one more, one more. Hang on a second, I gotta find one. Once I had a dream I was floating in an ocean of orange soda. Okay. It was more of a fantasy. <laughs> that one was good. Oh I goodness. like that one. Okay, thank you, Savannah, for helping me open up this episode. But we actually have something to talk about today. And um, I don't want to be too slow to get into it. I don't want to be sluggish to get into this. If you're picking up what I'm throwing down. Um, yeah, we're talking about the ant and the sluggard. Okay, and this is something that the the Bible actually has quite a bit to say about in Proverbs chapter 6. So turn with me to Proverbs chapter 6. And I titled this message, The Wake-Up Call to the Christians. It's time that we stop acting like we don't have a job to do. It's time to wake up. Because if you read your Bible, if you go to church for any amount of time, you know the jobs that we're given to do. Read your Bible. Pray. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Be a good witness. Be a good testimony. These are all things we have to do. These are all things. These are our reasonable service to God. And yet, for some reason, we're slow to do it. Let's see what God has to say about people that aren't doing what they are called to do. In Proverbs chapter 6, verse number 6, it says, Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which, having no guide, overseer, or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer, and gathereth her food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of your sleep? Yet a little sleep a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want is as an armed man. Okay. Listen to verse 6 again. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise. Okay, so the first call is to observe others that are working. Look at the other people around you that are working and doing the things of God. Consider their ways. Don't look at the fake people. Don't look at, okay, well, they're not doing it. No, don't look at those people. Look at the ones that are doing what God said and consider them. Ponder what they're doing and be wise. So there's two things here. One, look at the people that are doing the right job. And two, be wise about it. Be wise in your life. 
Don't be overrun by your emotions. Don't be overrun by, oh, I'm just so tired. No, be wise because you only have a certain amount of time to do what God calls us to do. To be a good witness to him. To win souls over for Christ. We only have a limited amount of time, guys. Think about it. At max, there are, at one time, four generations living. At max, okay? I have, I can go back and I can see my great-grandfather. Like right now, I could go see him. But that's maximum. Four generations is not that long. 80 years, 85 years might seem like a long time, but it's not. So you need to look at your life. You need to do a self-evaluation like we did last week. And you need to see how to grow. You need to look at the other people that are serving God and be like, okay, look at the way they're doing it. Don't make excuses. Look at the way that they're doing it and say, hey, it's possible. Consider their ways. And then two, be wise. Get into God's word. Read proverb a day. Read a proverb a day. If I could speak, <laughs> read a proverb a day. Get your daily wisdom in. Be wise. Because if you're being foolish, as we'll see later what happens, everything that you work for is going to be burnt up. Everything you work for, it, you, it won't be worth anything because you're not being wise about what you're doing. You're not being wise about how you're spending your time. You're spending too much time uh, watching TV or, I don't know, what do you do? Put in whatever you spend too much time doing. Is that time, time that you can be considering the ant? Oh, another thing I wanted to point out is it says, go to the ant. Don't let the ant come to you. You go seeking out the person that is working. Because if you are sitting back and be like, okay, um, I don't see anyone working. It's because you're sitting back in a place where nobody's working. Look for the person that's working. Look for the person who is doing the right thing. Look for the person who is having victory over the sin that you might be struggling with. Look at that person and be diligent to go seek them out. Verse 7, which having no guide, which having no guide, overseer or ruler, provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. No guide. The ant doesn't have someone being like, okay, okay, you go do this and you go do that. Um, nope, you're not doing the right thing. Get back over here. No, there's no guide for the ant. There's nobody standing over them being like, okay, you you moved the grain at the wrong spot. No, they just know what to do and they do it. They see it. They see the need and they take the lead. Can you be that person for someone else? They can count on you, that they don't have to tell you to do things, that they don't have to tell you to, that they need help, that you're there, that you're looking, that you're going to them. And you know what happens when you don't need an overseer? Do you know what happens when you don't need somebody watching over you all the time? You, It says right here, you will provide your meat in the summer and you will gather your food in the harvest. The Bible says, that which you sow, you shall also reap. Henceforth, your work is not in vain. So work. Do what you're supposed to do. Because if you plant the seeds here, if you continue working here without having to have any overseer, you will reap what you sow. But to that same note, if you decide not to work for God, as we'll see in a second, if you decide to sleep when you're supposed to be working, 
If you decide to, 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 to rest when you're supposed to be up doing the work of God, you'll reap that too. So we saw what happened to the ant. She, without anybody watching over her, without anybody needing to tell her what to do, got up and did what she was supposed to do because she knew that was what she was supposed to do. And in the harvest, she reaped what she sowed. Now let's see what happens to the sluggard. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When will you arise out of your sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep, so shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy want as an armed man. How long will you sleep? Because it says here that, that if you just a little bit of sleep, just a little bit of putting, letting your guard down, just a little bit of saying, oh, it's okay if I do this this one time. Just a little bit of saying, okay, it's okay if I watch this this one time because it, it it's fine. I won't do it ever again. Just a little bit of, okay, but I'm tired. I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to go give this track to somebody. Just a little bit of sleep, a little bit of slumber, a little bit of folding of the hands to sleep, and your poverty will come as someone who doesn't even have a home, as somebody that travels because they have nowhere to stay. It's just a little bit. Don't let Satan say, oh, well, it's just this one time. Okay, but it's not that important to give the word of God to somebody. You know what you do when you say, okay, but I really don't want to give this person a Bible track or to tell them about how God loves them? You know what you're saying subconsciously? That it's okay that that person might go to hell for all eternity because you were inconvenienced. Because you didn't want to do it. Because you slept. Just a little bit of folding of the hands, just a little bit of sleep, just a little bit of slumber could make one soul go to hell for eternity because you decided not to give them the hope of Jesus Christ. And that blood is on your head. The Bible says in the Old Testament, if you don't tell the people I think it's an easy goal. If you don't tell the people to get away from their wickedness, their blood is on your head. But if you tell the people to go away from their wickedness, if you tell the people that what they're doing is going to die, they're going to they're gonna die and they're going to pay for what they've done. If you tell them, then their blood is on their own hands. But if you don't, their blood, the person's blood, a human being's soul is on your head because you we're sleeping. And I wanted to point out in verse 9, it says, How long wilt thou sleep? God is begging you, hey, wake up. This is a wake-up call to the Christians. We need to get out and do what God called us to do. It's not that hard. All things are possible through Christ that strengtheneth me. All things are possible. You can live the Christian life. If you couldn't live the Christian life, then God wouldn't tell you to live the Christian life because God is not some cosmic being that just tells you to do things that he won't help you do. It's possible, but you have to want to. Earlier in this chapter, it talks about how you need to deliver yourself. That means that it's a conscious choice to deliver yourself from 
the sin that you're holding on to from the sleepiness, from the laziness in your Christian life. It's your job to decide to do that. And it's God's job to help you out. That is how this works. So do you want to wake up? Are you ready to do your job? Are you ready to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant, when you die? Because listen, not everyone's going to hear that. Not everyone, not everyone that's saved is going to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. You have to earn that. Because not everyone that's saved is a good and faithful servant. Okay, this is what I'm, this is my theory, okay? I think that you can be saved without being a Christian. Think about what Christian means. Christian means that you are following Christ. Christian literally just translated into little Christ. So if you're a Christian, you are following Christ. If you're saved, you're just saved. Only the Christians are going to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. The people that are saved are going to get a pass into heaven. The people that believed on Jesus Christ is going to get a pass into heaven, which is better than living in eternity in hell. But I think that we need to work and we need to live our life the way that God wants us to live our life so that when we die, we don't just say, we don't just hear, okay, you can come in, but you can hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Works does not make faith. Works does not bring salvation, but faith brings works. Salvation brings works, and you need to get off of your high horse thinking that we don't need to do the work that God told us to do. We need to actually consider the ant when we're sluggards, when we're just these snails, slugs. And I've been guilty of this too, and I needed to get off my high horse and be like, okay, this is my job. This is what I have been called to do. And you don't have to have a podcast to do that. As a matter of fact, I encourage you that you don't have to have any platform to do it. But what you need is just the servant's heart to go out and give the track to the person at the at the gas station. Go out and tell the people at the drive-thru that, hey, guess what? Jesus loves you. That's what we need to be doing. And we need to wake up. We need to stop sleeping because we already have wasted too much time. So let's get together. Let's actually go for it. Let's stop living like knowing that God exists is enough. Because if we can get together, if we Christians can get together and fully sell out for God, not to say that we're not going to fail, but if we can fully serve God... I believe this country is on the state of a revival. So let's pull together. Let's do what God called us to do. Let's share this message with other people. Wake up. Let's wake up. Let's do what God says. Because if we don't, a little sleep, just a little bit, a little slumber, just a little bit, a little folding of the hands, just a little bit, poverty is going to strike on us all. So let's go to the ant. Let's consider her ways. Let's be wise and let's go after the prize. Wake up, Christians. It's time to do our job.
And as we end off yet another episode, I want to remind you of John 3.16. For God so loved the world, that's you, that's me, you can put your name in there, that he gave his only begotten son. Don't forget that you are loved by God. Don't let anybody tell you that you are not worth it because you were worth enough that Jesus Christ bled and died on the cross for you. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram and DM me with any questions, comments, or concerns you might have on this episode, and I will gladly get back to you as soon as possible. So until next time, God bless. Thank you.